going on, folks? Episode 82, Come Lose It with Matt Duncan. We are back. We are back. God, I'm a little bit uh, congested, so bear with me on this one today. But we're going to be, you know, losing all kinds of things, you know? We're, uh, people are losing their masks out there. They're losing their fucking will to deal with this pandemic. It's tough. It's tough. I'm still coming down. I did a Costco shop yesterday. I hate going into that store. I repeat, I repeat, I repeat. I fucking hate going into Costco. I know there are people out there who love going into Costco. But God damn it. You know, the problem with Costco is that there isn't one in every town. So if you got one in your town, you got people coming from all the fuck over into your town Costco. And that's the problem with where I live. Because we probably got people coming from from Barrie, from Minnesville, from Aurora, from Richmond Hill. These motherfuckers are all coming down. Bradford. So it's always packed. It doesn't matter what time you go. I mean, the main reason I do have a Costco membership is for the gas. It's always cheaper than everywhere else, but sometimes it ain't really worth it being in that line because it is a long line and, you know, uh, it moves fast because, you know, you don't got people going in and getting lottery tickets and, and snacks and jerky and all this shit. You just, you pay for your gas at the pump and you go. There's nothing else to do. So it does move fast, even when you see those Costco lines. But sometimes the price ain't good enough. Sometimes I need that reserve gas pricing. Just up near my mom's place, I went to a reserve to fill up. That, that is a different gas price. I think I filled up at like 189 and everywhere else was like 215 something like that. You know, and you're giving the... You're giving them reserve money, which is good. Holy fuck, this reserve near my mom's. It's like just east of Belleville. There's there's just like this strip full of gas stations and full of pot shops. Gas stations, pot shops. And my one with my mom, my mom was all excited because she goes there. She buys stuff, you know, for family members who need THC oil and all this shit and you know, she's always trying. She's always trying to get stuff for me there, and I always tell her, "I'll go fuck. I I can't take this reserve shit. They don't got limits on this stuff. I can't have a chocolate bar that's two hundred milligrams. I can't have it. I don't even want to shave that shit off, you know. But they did have these little gummies that were six point two five milligrams of THC. Now that is what I'm talking about. That's what I like because if you know." Start there. Hey, you want 12? Take two kind of thing. And it's a lot cheaper. It's like 15 bucks and you get like 30 gummies or something in it. That's going to last me forever because it's like a, I I don't just pop gummies. I got to like know my day is locked down. I got to know that there's shit that I don't have to do. I got to know that I, I don't have to be in a car and go somewhere to help somebody or do something. You know, like I, I can't drive on this shit. I, I, I don't do it. I ain't taking that risk. Driving's too important to me. I would never drink. I would never get super high. And when I was a kid, there was one time, one time, I drove stoned. 
And it was because I was having an anxiety attack. It was the start of my anxiety. And I panicked. And I remember I drove home from a friend's house. And it was it was scary. <laughs> it was scary. I did not feel good. Did not feel good. Regret doing that. Haven't done it ever since. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. Thankfully, I wasn't driving. But, you know, I was driving pretty goddamn good. I'll tell you that. Because I was... Uh, you know, hyper-focused. I think it helped distract me, but fuck. It sucks when you're learning about your anxiety and you don't know what it is. That's like the worst part about it. You have to get to know it. Yeah, you got to get to know all the ins and outs of your fucking anxiety so you know how it rolls. And then you know how to fucking deal with it. And I've gotten a lot better through trial and error with my anxiety. It's been a rough 20. Let's put it that way. But you can get through it. You can manage it. And it's just this thing that fucking happens. You just got to deal with it. It's not going anywhere. You just got to fucking deal with it. And that helps me. Okay. So as we're talking about the weed stuff, I do have to, I do have to do a bit of a correction from the last podcast, 81. You heard me talking about David Suzuki. The famous environmentalist in Canada, David Suzuki, selling CBD gummies, embroiled in a lawsuit with Kevin O'Leary from Dragon's Den. And I'll tell you something. I fell for it. It was fake. I'm sorry I put it out there. I hope you didn't look for it. You know, I think I told my mom, who's the wrong person, she's a scam master general. I think she forgot about it, though. She didn't look into it. It's fucking fake. I will post David Suzuki's response to it that he has on his website. You can read it. It's actually a pretty nuanced thing where, you know, he's he's talking about just how misinformation, how it's such a problem with the internet. And no, he's not selling CBD gummies. But it's like, you know, you, this shit is the new pick, 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 this shit is the new pickpocket. You know what I mean? Because pickpockets aren't the same thing anymore. People aren't carrying their wallets in their front pockets or the back pockets anymore. You know, everyone's in tune with that now because the internet. It's like, we got these, these are the new pickpockets. These people that are fucking with you, trying to get you to give them your credit card and stuff like that. I get all, I'm so fucking tired. Like, I am technologically savvy, and I can't imagine what it's like. It's hard for me to keep up with this shit. It's hard for me to, you know, see these texts and stuff from Costco saying I got this or that. When you're, like, on the site, it seems to happen, or, or you know, you've got it on your mind already that I need to, you know, I was going to Costco. As soon as I, I got back from Costco, I'm getting, like, these 2% fucking scam texts, you know, get your two per, whatever the fuck this. I don't know if it isn't. I don't know if it's not. I, I don't know. But like, you can't trust anything. I get a text. I get random texts. I don't fucking, I just delete them. I don't even fucking look at them. I try not to even open them. But this fucking Suzuki shit, I fucking fell for it. It just showed how easy it is because we are in the world of, you know, we just read headlines now. We don't fucking fact check. We don't do anything. I hear people all the time saying, oh, I saw this headline. Oh, I read this headline. That Headline! That's where we're fucking at. This is not good. 
this is not fucking good. Ugh. So I obviously, you know, I saw like the surface layer of this whole thing in some form of a headline. And it did look pretty legit, you know? It looked pretty legit. And it's just people out there that are like, fuck, I don't want to work. I don't want to fucking have a real job. I don't want to earn real shit. I want to fucking steal money. You know, we're just like, that shit has been going on as long as we've been around. There's always going to be a shysta around the corner trying to get your money. It's just the way it fucking goes. And this is just the way it is now. So if you fucking were looking for (laughs) David Suzuki gummies because of me, I'm sorry. The Canadian S. Sorry. I am sorry. Make sure to check your sources. There are no gummies. Uh, There are plenty of gummies out there in the world that I'm sure David Suzuki would love to try. Because he does have the arthritis. I know that. Maybe he does. But he's not fucking, you know, making his own brand. He's like in his 80s. What is he going to start a weed cow? What the fuck was I thinking? All of a sudden. And I will say that it did raise some red flags when when all these Canadian celebrities were giving testimonials. I was like, okay, Celine Dion, Brian Adams. Is this like, it's like they Googled Canadian celebrities and just picked the top five. Mike Myers? (laughs) Wow. All these Canadians are just coming out to support David Suzuki. Ah, what are you going to do? Well, Needless to say, I didn't even come close to buying or throwing a credit card on that website. Did not even touch it. But this is apparently he's he. This article that he posted was from October, so this has been shot down a long time ago, and it's still out there. And if it fooled me, it's fooling other people. That's all I'm going to say there. So we are in this funny phase. We are just before we're like mere days away from the start of summer. We're in like an El Nina right now. It's like the coldest Canada has ever been at this time of year because of El Nina. Sometimes it's a Nino and sometimes it's a Nina. That's what we're dealing with with climate change. Sometimes Mother Nature gets a little fancy on the dance floor. So we got the El Nina and you know what? I don't mind the cool weather. I don't mind it. I don't mind it because, you know, in July, it's coming. It's coming when there's this horrific couple weeks where it doesn't feel right how hot it is in this part of the world, you know? Makes you sick. Had just, like, a lot of Julys where you got to just stay inside. You got to stay inside or you got to stay in the water somewhere. So the COVID alert app is now done. If you've got the COVID alert app, if you downloaded it, if you had it on your phone, you were exchanging the Bluetooth or whatever the fucking codes with the other people who had it. Uh, Huge failure, apparently. They stopped working, so I deleted it from my phone. Apparently, only about 6 million Canadians downloaded this app. And... Only 57,000 people used the app when they were positive and like confirmed that they were positive. So only 57,000 over, what, three and a half million people who got COVID so far that we know? Only that many, 57,000 flagged themselves as positive. So huge fucking failure for that. I'm sure it was using a lot more battery power on our phones and shit. So I'm glad it's gone because... You know, we ain't in this shit together. That's proven. 
We ain't in this shit together. Everybody is either dumb with it and willing to just, you know, oh, well, I'm hearing enough people are getting COVID, so I guess it is just a little bit of a fluey dewy that you get. But I don't think that's it. I think people are still getting long COVID. I think that this virus is doing shit that we don't, you know, it's going to have future implications on us and our bodies. It looks like the cases, they're preparing for like a big caseload in, in the fall and in the winter, the shit, like we just couldn't fucking come together to get rid of this shit. And maybe we didn't have a chance. I don't really know anymore. I tried to follow the science, but it seems like maybe we're just, we're just too widespread as a, as a species where we're traveling too much, you know, air travel, everything like it's just impossible. I think it's just impossible. But now it's like a battle at the grocery stores where I'm still wearing a mask. Some of my friends are still wearing a mask, I believe. Most of them. But there's a lot of people. It's like 10% are wearing masks now in stores. And it's a it's a game of looking at each other and both people thinking, look at this fucking asshole. But I will say, the people that are wearing a mask, there's some you know misconception that people who wear masks want this to keep going. And that's not true. <laughs> the people who wear masks want this to be over. Just because you're not wearing a mask doesn't mean like y- y- you've solved it. Now you're just opening up to getting it. I've seen a lot of old people out there. No masks. Like old people. They're going to get this shit. It's going to get in their lungs. They're going to get fucked. It's too bad, but that's the way fucking humanity's going, right? What the fuck else can we do? All we can do, all we could do is celebrate the people with the beautiful birthdays. We've got some big birthday things going on today, okay? Richard Madden. Yes, you remember him. He's 36. He was in Game of Thrones. I think he was one of the brothers who died at the Red Wedding. If you remember the Red Wedding, I think he was king at the time. Was a while ago. Kim Dickens, the great Kim Dickens is 57. Deadwood fame, Sons of Anarchy, uh, Treme. She's fucking awesome. Uh, She's on that new zombie show too. uh, Fear the Walking Dead. She was on that. Don't know if she's still on it, but fantastic actors. I really like Kim Dickens. I love my Deadwood gals. Isabella Rossellini, she's 70. Remember that goddess in the past? 70 years old. And the great Carol Kane, also 70. You know her her weird voice. You know her from Taxi. If you're uh, watching the watching the old reruns, if you're my age. Taxi, she was Latka's girlfriend. She was also... One of the funniest fucking roles ever in Scrooged as the ghost of Christmas present. Happy 70 to Carol Kay. Who else we got here? We got uh, Caitlin Lieb. You know her. You love her. She's 34. Ralph Brown. I don't know who that is. 65, though. Oh, my God. Brian Benben. Brian Benben. He's 60. It's hilarious that that's his name. He's 66, Brian Benben. I think he was on that show. I think it was the star of that show about the guy who 
God, what was it called? It was some kind of time travel show, not Sliders. But he uh, he was waking up and reading a newspaper in a different place every day, or he got the newspaper the day before. Was it Dream On? Was it Dream On that he was the show? I think it was Dream On. Yeah, it was Dream On. Uh, <laughs> so, Richard Boone, the great Richard Boone, he's been long dead. Let's just say, uh, sleep well, child, sleep well. Who else we got here? Miriam Flynn, 71. The great Philip Jackson, 74. Character actor, great one. And, you know, like, on this day, on this fucking day in 2004, 18 years ago, two great movies came out. Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Remember that one? Introduces all the Justin Long. And The Terminal. Where Tom Hanks played that weirdo that was living at the airport. Couldn't get home or whatever. Didn't ever actually see the terminal, remember? I think it's a Spielberg movie. Speaking of which, Tommy, I saw the outburst. Somebody who like tripped his wife. And uh, Tommy Hanks yelled, Back the fuck off! And it was just so great to see. And you could see the Will Smith balls turning in his head he was like fuck i gotta reel it in but we've got to see a little bit of that fucking side don't be tripping rita wilson yo fitness update okay fitness update here we go you know it, my routine is still fucking off i'm not gonna lie look i was away for about a week i was up at my mom's getting she's gifting us this old tin boat with a little motor and I was just supposed to go pick it up and take it home and then take it to my wife's cottage. And that's where it lives now. So I have a boat up there, just a little Timbo we can fuck around with. And it was just one thing after another. You think like getting a little Timbo, it's not going to be a big fucking deal. Pretty much had to rebuild the trailer. Wheels were fucked. Lights were fucked. And then it just was like exhausting exhausting. So I didn't have any time to do anything. And I was, you know, I was, I've been doing lots of labor. I've been doing a lot of outdoor labor. I'm wearing the Apple watch. It's pinging. It's popping. I'm getting the calories burned. It's good. I'm, uh, you know, I've been on a lot of properties that are, are big. So it's like, if you're living on a property or you're a part of a, you know, staying on a property that's big, you got to walk from here to the dock to whatever. It's like, it's fucking it adds up. You go back and forth a few times, big difference from living at home. Big fucking difference. So, post-podcast today, I'm going to get back on the bike. It's right there. It's staring at me. It's whimpering like like Beethoven in Beethoven's second when he lost his puppies. <laughs> That's what happened, right? Beethoven's second, all the puppies. What a nightmare. So, I'm going to get back on it. I'm hoping that I can get a good weekend workout in today, tomorrow, and then start my week off. I got to get back into it though. Cause like I am feeling fucked up through the week. Like I'm not focusing well. I'm feeling more down. It's just like, it's all, I, I was doing well and it's like, I'm back in a pit. My ADD is, is out of whack, having a hard time getting to work. It's not good. 
So I'm going to do that. I'm going to start getting back into that. And hopefully, hopefully I can get back into a routine that can, you know, propel me through the summer and get me ready for that beautiful fall, my favorite season of all time. Health news. News that is health related. Okay, we got some health news. We have got some friggin' health news. I got two things I'm going to talk about. The first one is an article that I found. CTV did a little thing about it. Eating more fish may increase a person's risk of developing melanoma. That is skin cancer. Isn't this interesting? So, if you go back into the podcast Fatboy archives, you know, that's not what we're called anymore. That was the beginning of this pod. We are now called Come Lose It. But when we were podcast Fatboy, I was for a period of, oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, it might have been right before I started the podcast, but I was a pescatarian for about three months. Now, a pescatarian is a vegetarian that eats fish. That's pretty much it. So I, you know, ate salmon and tuna and tilapia, which I can't even think about now. Disgusting tilapia is. But the problem is with like eating fish is it's like, I don't know how people don't get fucking sick of it. I can like, you know, I have sushi once a month. That's my fish. But we don't really eat salmon in here. We're not tuna can people that much. It's rare. Don't eat a lot of don't eat a lot of fish anymore. If I need omega threes, I take the fucking supplements. You know what I mean? Take the fucking supplements. Take the vitamin D supplements. Take the omega threes. Eat some eggs, whatever. I I'm just not into fish. Fish is grossing me out more and more. You know, just not just not digging it. And you know the problem is is that you know you've got these biphenyls, you've got dioxins, you got arsenic, you got mercury. In these fish, the bigger the fish, the more there is in it. And let me tell you, tuna is a big-ass fish. Salmons are pretty fucking big, too. You know? So apparently, all this shit in it is, like, going in your body. And there's some association between the contaminants and a higher risk of skin cancer. Now, more studies need to be done on this. But it's just kind of, like, I have this constant gut feeling about fish these days that we really shouldn't be eating a ton of it because it's like the the oceans are so fucked up and polluted. We've fucked up the oceans, so we've ruined fish. So you really have to have small amounts of it because every time I think about eating fish, I'm thinking about the fact that I'm also eating mercury and all these other fucking like arsenic and all this shit. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. So people in this study, participants whose median daily tuna intake was 14.2 grams, had a 20% greater risk of malignant melanoma and a 17% risk of stage zero melanoma compared to those whose median intake was 0.3 grams. And I think like a fish, like a portion of fish that you usually get is about 140 grams. Okay? 140 for a piece of fish. So... Yeah, if people are eating 14, what the fuck? How are you, is that just the average? Or are people having like a finger sandwich of fish every day? You know, I'm just, uh, I ain't into it. Yeah, it's just going to cause more problems. Fish are just like, they're now like, they've got 
plastic in their gills and shit. Like they're like starting to evolve into like these weird plastic evolved creatures where it's like passing down and shit. It's like become part of their DNA or some shit. I don't know if that's just true, but they're, they're riddled with plastic one way or the other. We all know that. We all know that. Moving on to the next health news I want to talk about. I want to talk about Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Ramsey Hunt. Have you heard of it before? You've heard of something that's a little bit like it, which is called Bell's Palsy. Justin Bieber right now had to cancel all his concerts because he's got Ramsey Hunt syndrome. And I watched the video of him kind of talking about it on his Instagram. You know, he, uh, oh, here he is. What's been going on? Um, obviously, as you can probably see from my face, um, I have uh, this syndrome called uh, um, Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Ramsey Hunt syndrome, yeah. And it is from this. It's a virus. Virus. Yes. That um, attacks the nerve in my ear and my facial nerves and has caused my face to have paralysis. As you can see, this eye is not blinking. Okay, so that's Justin Bieber. He's uh, He doesn't look that bad or anything. Like, you can't really notice it other than his eye and when he does a smile and stuff. But yeah, half of his face is paralyzed. His left eye, I believe it is, is not blinking. And so what this is, it's not Bell's palsy. It's actually uh, more related to chicken pox, it's apparently a virus. It's called like the Varsella zoster virus or something, and it is associated with chickenpox and shingles. So it can be in your body. It can be dormant your whole life. But if you've had chickenpox or you've had shingles when you were younger, it can come back and manifest itself as this Ramsey-Hunt syndrome. It's very rare. And so uh, it can last, like for younger people, it can last like a few months. Uh, several weeks to a few months to to for for Biebs to get his shit back. He's a young guy. He's only twenty eight. I always forget that he's like not that. He's he's yeah. He's about ten years younger than me, I guess. But he's twenty eight. It's not like a sixteen year old kid anymore. He's almost fucking thirty. God, crazy. But he's got the Ramsey hunt. So like people were pissed. People were mad that he <laughs> was canceling his concert. So he had to fucking do a video being like, check out my eye. It doesn't blink. You know, poor Biebs. Hope he gets a, you know, full thing. So yeah, it's like Ramsey Hunt syndrome is reminiscent of other conditions like Bell's palsy and diagnoses are often missed or delayed. So that's the problem. I think you can take, you know, some core steroids, stuff like that uh, to help, to help with it, to help stimulate the nerve in the ear, but it, it seems like, yeah, it's more shingle related because you, you can get like the painful rash and stuff around your ear and, uh, you have to be careful of corneal abrasion because you're not blinking. So you got to get some fake tears. And Justin, I got to say, you got to get, you either patch that motherfucker shut or you got to, uh, get some fake tears. You got to get, get the, the, the fake tears in there or you're, you're going to fuck up your eye. Um, yeah, that's a scary thing, you know. We've had I've had a friend who's who's had Bell palsy. It's a it's a definitely a scary thing. Um, you know, I had chicken pox as a kid, so you know, if you had chicken pox, there's always a chance 
that this thing could come back, you know, this thing could fucking manifest as Ramsey Hunt. And I really don't, fuck. I mean, you just got to deal with it, man. You can't, there's nothing you can do. If if that virus is in there, if it's fucking dormant all these years and it wants to come out, you just got to let it fucking come out and deal with it. Hopefully it goes away. Hopefully it's not, you know, long-term. Hopefully the beeps can get back to singing and dancing and blinking. But, you know, just a, another thing to, to, to worry about. Another virus, you know? You never think about all these things as viruses. Like, I never even as a kid thought of, you know, chicken pox as a virus. I just thought it was like this thing. I just thought it was a thing that everyone got. And is that what COVID's like now? Is COVID like chicken pox? Or it's like, have, have COVID parties. Bring all the kids over. Don't worry. You don't need to do that. Your daycares are doing that anyway. Uh, but... Yeah, just, you know, be if, if you're having any issues like that, I would say, as always, as always on the podcast, as I say, go to a doctor. Don't wait. Get it checked out. I do have a cousin's husband who has shingles for the second time in like three years. This guy cannot shake shingles. He's a shingle maniac. So, <laughs> you know, just, it's not funny. It's not funny. I know. I, I don't want to get shingles. I, it seems very something I would get. Okay, we're moving on to some other shit here to end up the podcast, you know. We're getting in 82. We're getting closer to 100. That's exciting. Got to have a guest on at some point. I know I wanted to get Adam Kennedy on. He's a big pro skateboarder now. He's Tony Hawk, I think. out The Tony Hawk of Winnipeg, Adam Kennedy. We got to get him on soon and talk some, some goofiness with him. And maybe Billy Hoosh. Going to go visit him in a couple of weeks, few weeks. Maybe I'll bring the mics and shit, and we'll do a little epiru there. Who knows? Got to get some people on. But let's talk to some other shit here. Okay, so th- this shit has been on my mind. Okay, so, you know, I, you know I'm an actor. You know I've been an actor for a long time. I've done some stuff on TV. I've done a lot of commercials. I've done a lot of auditions. And it looks like in-person auditions are starting to come back a bit. And I've talked about it. And if my agent listened to this podcast, if both my agents listened to this podcast, they would know I'm not going back to first call auditions inside. So that probably means that our tenure together is coming to an end. And for the first time in almost 18 years, I will be a free agent, Bill Murray ass actor, no agent motherfucker. If they decide to not keep me on because I ain't driving. I live in, I live out of the city. I ain't driving in to pretend a fucking Big Mac tastes like the best thing I've ever had. I can't do it. I'm almost fucking 40. I can't do that shit. I'm going to be 30 fucking eight this year. I can't be fucking doing the commercial game into my forties and I'm competing. And I know guys that are in their mid forties creeping into their late forties, still doing this shit. God bless them. But the everyone's got their own path. And I, you know, I've got such a good routine going now for the self-tapes. I'm gonna play a little something from a round table here. This is a crazy fucking round table, by the way. So the Hollywood reporter did this round table with Brian Cox, Michael Keaton, Oscar Isaac, Samuel L. Jackson, Tom Hiddleston, and Quincy Isaiah, who uh 
he's from the new Winning Time show playing Magic Johnson, did a fantastic job. He's kind of the, the, the baby on the, the panel because he's not very well known. But they get into talking about the audition process and Samuel L. Jackson starts it off. So just listen to this and then I'll talk about it. <laughs> but you've also passed a hurdle now that a lot of your contemporaries have not. You know, mm. it's 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 so weird because when we were casting Ptolemy, yep. the show that I did, yeah. you know, you could tell who was at home reading with their sister or their brother. Huh. Right. You know, it's a lot of self-tape. They're not in the room right. with mm. the casting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we used to be. Yeah, yeah. Like we used to go in and, you yeah. know, you sit there, you yeah. go in the room and all the other actors you know are there. To, now, people are at home sending tapes to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're acting with their mom. Yep. You know, they've already you done that? the other know, side I, for themselves. But and, I, I think there's a huge downside to Oh, my God. There's a huge downside. Yeah. I can't because, imagine how I mean, difficult have, that would be. I have been. a son who's an actor, and, uh, you know, he spends a fortune doing all that stuff. And yeah. nobody, there's no record. And he never sees anybody, and he never gets any <laughs> feedback. Yeah. No feedback, yeah. nothing. Yeah. He, he yeah, does yeah, the yeah. stuff. He does, he puts it out there, and he's a good actor, my kid. And he puts it out there, and he, <laughs> he gets no feedback. And through COVID, it was... He, he almost became suicidal because. <laughs> okay. Brian Cox. Okay. Your son almost became suicidal because of self tapes. I don't think that's super accurate. I think you're being a little dramatic. Good, sir. I think you're showing us a little bit of your thespian quality. Good, sir. Samuel L. Jackson, Brian Cox, you dudes, Michael Keaton, you have not, and I can see Michael Keaton in this too, I'll get to it, but they have not had an audition like the 99.7% of actors in decades. They haven't gone into a fucking casting room with a panel of people who don't know who you are, with a reader who's not that good. And you know what? Casting doesn't always give you fucking feedback. They let you do your thing, and they say, thanks, that was great, and that's it. So what are we really fucking missing here? Like, these guys are used to having, like, Martin Scorsese or Steven Spielberg call them up, invite them to their home, bring them in, sit down, have lunch, talk about the character, because they don't need to fucking audition Brian Cox or Samuel Jackson. You know exactly what they can do. You know exactly what you're getting. They don't need to do any of that bullshit anymore. They've earned it. They've earned it, but to to <laughs> to fucking talk like they know what actors of my contemporary age need. They're out of their fucking depth. They're out of their depth. It's just uh, I think it can work fine. I think recording with your sister or your mother or whoever, if you get over it and just realize that these are the people you're most comfortable with, it's actually not too bad. You know, and it's really nice. Like I get, I set up teleprompters and shit now. I love it. I have way better auditions now. I'm not worried about the fucking lines and all this shit for this, this hurdle. It just drives me crazy. These people on this round table are fantastic actors and I love all of them, but they are not in the same fucking realm of, of the majority of actors. You're not there anymore. And you could see Michael Keaton. He doesn't know what the fuck happens with auditions anymore. He's like, what do they do? Like, when they used to audition, they probably fucking actually f- recorded it on film. That's how long ago it was. The earliest of camcorder. I don't know. It's just, it drives me crazy. 
I think that shit changes in the biz, you know? When I started, it was the end of the black and white headshot. Everyone started switching to color, and now there are no black and white headshots. You have to have color. You also, they stopped, like, you don't need to print headshots. I used to have to, like, when I started, I would print, like, 200 pictures, and it cost a fortune because you would send those in. But now they don't need to do that because they have your JPEG. They can just bring it up on their big monitor, and it looks better and, you know, saves paper. And now that that's done. You know, like, headshots are... I haven't had new headshots in six years. I haven't changed enough to need them. I got no fucking plans to get headshots. Really, again. <laughs> Until I get really old. Uh, but I, as I said, like if, I, if I'm going unrepped, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Am I going to stay in this industry? Am I going to do something else? Or am I going to do something completely different? I don't know. But don't fucking tell me that self-tapes are making it worse. The whole audition process is shit. And there was a there was a casting director. I went to one of her. She had a, a seminar once. Her name is Martha Chesney. Chessy? Martha Chesney? Marsha something. <laughs> She's a big casting director in, in Toronto. And she admitted, she goes, I know. She's like, it's not, it's not a great process. But it's we don't know what else to do. It's the best we can do right now. And I guess the the alternative is that every actor has to become a filmmaker and know how to send in a movie for every audition, which is a lot to ask. It's a lot to ask, but I think going forward, there should be a hybrid way of doing this. If people have proven that they can handle it, they should be able to send in a self-tape for whatever the fuck they want especially when it's a bullshit fucking day player thing for an accountant or a fucking commercial audition for a shitty corporation. So last thing I'll talk about the plug master general is back in the news. He is getting sued for $258 billion. This fucking guy, his fucking Twitter deals all stall. I knew he was just fucking being a, dick about that like he's probably not gonna end up buying it he'll be like yeah well the, the all the bot accounts or something we couldn't agree on the bot account and he won't do it he won't do it he's just puffing out his chest because they're all the same these fucking guys but he's getting sued for 258 billion by a dogecoin investor who accused him of running a pyramid scheme to support the cryptocurrency and you know i remember i used to follow him on twitter and he was always you know touting dogecoin which is a worthless fucking thing like I bought $10 of it. I bought 169 shares of it or crypto, whatever the fuck they, the terminology is. So I currently own it, 169 shares. And I did it because I'm like, this guy won't stop talking about it. And he has such influence that it, maybe he will jack it up. So maybe that, you know, what if, what if the, uh, you know, five cent Dogecoin went up to $1,000? Then I would have 169 thousand dollars you know for 10 bucks so you know what i just was like uh, it's 10 bucks so i did it but yeah so the, he's getting sued he's apparently like there's people that work for spacex and stuff that like released a letter being like he's an embarrassment to us you know he's supposed to be the like 
head of this company, the spokesperson for the face of this company. And he's just like constantly embarrassing on fucking Twitter. It's true. It's true. Cause that's all he is. He's just another fucking, he's, he's the same fucking thing as, as, uh, as what's his fuck on Amazon, Jeff, you know, he's the same as fucking Jeff. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, it's, uh, I try to understand the crypto. My wife is really into it. She explains it to me very well, but I still have a hard time. And I still believe with the little that I know until it is as simplified as possible until I can go to a Canadian tire or a Tim Hortons and tap my phone and pay with Bitcoin. It's just, it ain't going to get super widespread. It's just, it's, it's always going to be this kind of, underground fucking thing. It's got to be simplified because it's too fucking crazy. I don't understand it. All I know is that I bought $600 of it when it was worth $74,000 American. And it's now worth 26. (laughs) So you do the fucking math there. Not so good, but because it's such a small amount, I'm just letting it ride. Because all these fucking crypto people say that it's going to come back and all this shit. Might take some time. Might take some years. I'll just leave it in there. Because if I get her back up to 600, if I get her, you know, 1200, if it gets up to two grand, I'll fucking pull it out. Fuck it. Because I I just wanted to kind of test the waters and see how all this shit worked. But I'm keeping it in there until I get my money back. I'm putting it in there until I Get my fucking money back. Plugmaster General, get your lawyers ready. You're in trouble, pal. Oh, baby. Okay, how do we do? Okay, 42 minutes, episode 82. We're talking about lots of things. I'm going off, I'm ranting, I'm raving. I'm telling you who I am. That's what this podcast is about, right? We're having a good time. Gonna get another June one in. You know, maybe a uh, mid-June summer pod. Thanks for listening and stay away from the Suzuki CBD gummies.